Hi, my name is Andy Staples. I'm the Director of uh, Research and Outreach at the Heinrich Foundation. I'm delighted to be joined today by my colleague, Alex Capri, who's a research fellow with the Foundation. Alex, thanks for joining me. Pleasure. Okay, listen, um, I wanted to, to have a quick chat with you because you're just about to publish a new paper. Um, and this is a, the latest in a series of papers that you're doing all around this issue of technology, techno-nationalism, uh, and the tensions that we see, particularly between the United States and China at the moment. Could you give me a little bit of a background about where we are with this series? What's motivated you to have a look at these issues? What some of the key issues are? Well, fundamentally, we are in a paradigm shift when it comes to geopolitics as well as global trade and commerce. And the reason for that, of course, is the rise of China, essentially a mercantilist uh, system, and how China, as its, as its place on the world stage has continued to grow, is essentially upending the, the system or the order as we've known it now for, for, for many decades. So at the heart of this is the role that technology plays, or what I call techno-nationalism, when it comes to national security, economic competitiveness, and increasingly, uh, the promotion of social values and, and political values mm. for liberal democracies. Mm. So um, that's the that's the foundation. And and why now? It seems that this is you know a highly relevant topic. What why has it come to a head? I guess this year or, or in recent months. Well, of course, the trade war uh, has has been sort of a jumping off point. But then, of course, COVID nineteen has accelerated a lot of these issues, and it's really sh has shown a light on. Uh, you know, sort of the over reliance that the world has 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 come uh, to when it when it re regarding uh, value chains and and sort of these these China centric supply chains, uh, and obviously we have strategic issues linked to technology. And, and let me just pick you up on that because I think your first paper was very much focused on the semiconductor uh, set, um, uh, industry, and then you've moved on to look at issues around strategic decoupling. The latest paper is around um, uh, innovation, but but take me back to semiconductors and um, yeah. uh, 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 and paint the picture from there on in. Well, of course, when it comes to emerging and foundational technologies, certainly all the industries of the future, at their heart and soul. Uh, you will find semiconductor or microchip technology. Mm. And we have this very, very sort of asymmetric relationship right now between the United States, which still dominates the semiconductor sector in terms of IP and technology. Uh, and, and of course, China, which is the world's largest market. And we have the, the Chinese Communist Party that it's trying to assert itself. Uh, and it's going to rely heavily on, uh, on technology to do so. So ground zero for any kind of technological, techno-nationalist uh, environment is going to start with the semiconductor industry. So the, re the first report was a very deep dive uh, into, into that and all the dynamics that, that are at play. And, and the second paper, just very briefly, you talk about this strategic decoupling in the tech sector. What are some of the key features of that? Well, strategic decoupling, and I think the key word is strategic, right? Because uh, we're, we're going to see uh, decoupling, reshoring, and ring fencing of very strategic industries. And of course, again, semiconductors uh, will come into play. Um, and certainly, there, you know, when when we talk about um, China's made in uh, 2025 or made in 2025, uh, China standards 2035, the digital Belt and Road. 
um, certainly what what's happening now with 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 uh, with other infrastructure that the Chinese are building. All of this uh, is going to involve American companies in particular that are facing new complexities around uh, import and export restrictions, sanctions, restricted entity lists. Um, so this is really complicating things. Yeah, yeah. And, and to turn attention to the latest paper titled Techno-Nationalism, the US-China Innovation Race, um, fascinating paper. And you, you talk about the implications for research and design, for universities, for multinationals. Very briefly, if you could paint some of the, the key points on that. Well, a couple of things. I think first is we are now going to be living in a world where we see tensions uh, between traditional market forces and the laissez-faire sort of economic model, which is now passing into a more state activist, state interventionist, mercantilist world. Mm -hmm. Stuck in the middle, we find multinational companies. And this is going to play out in a big way in the research and development environment. Um, and we will see what I believe is really a second moonshot in the United States uh, as the U.S., uh, looks to really put a lot of investment into public-private partnerships uh, in this new Cold War, uh, you know, this new technology Cold War with with China. So there will be there will be uh, resemblances to the space race that we saw in the original Cold War between the Soviet Union, the former Soviet Union, and the United States. Uh, and so this is going to create a big dynamic. It's going to spill over into the academic world, where we're going to see sort of very pervasive. Uh, effects of export controls and sanctions and so forth. Excellent. Alex, thanks very much. I know you've got a couple of other papers in the, uh, in, in the mix, so we look forward to catching up there. Thank you very much.